Hey guys, here I go again, re-recording the intro. You know, when I first did it, it was a lot centered on um, some of the negative things associated with Saturn um, going direct. I guess I'll put those things out there. Um, Saturn is a very karmic planet. Um, And an archetype that is related to that that permeates western culture is that of santa claus we think about when christmas is it's during the saturn ruled season which is capricorn season right and santa you know if you've listened to the song santa claus is coming to town right what tells you what you are going to get is how you've been acting during the year, right? Do you get cold or do you get presents? He's going to find out who's been naughty or nice. And so while there is a very large element of us seeing, you know, the the, the scales be rebalanced, that's also, you know, Libra is exalted in, um, Saturn is exalted in Libra seeing the scales be rebalanced and people being able to reap what they sow and the the harvesting scythe coming out during Virgo season while that is something that we see and experience um it's a really big <laughs> how I had framed it before is like for for people who have um for black and brown folks <laughs> who are familiar with like you know your mom asking you to take out the chicken or her asking you to take out the or to wash the rice before she gets home and you having all of this idle time (laughs) oh my god all of this idle time in which you have this choice of whether you're going to do this thing or you're not going to do this thing and then hearing the door the garage door open and you're like I didn't take out the chicken. I didn't take out the rice. And, you know, people make memes of this experience all of the fucking time, right? And so it's the arrival of mom and then mom saying, I asked you to blah, 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 and you didn't do it, right? And then it's like, no, ma'am. Wait till your father gets home. You're like, oh, shit. Like, mom is going to be mad, but, like, father is going to, like, is going to whoop your ass, you know? And so it's 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 those two things, right? But I think for a lot of people, um, that is null and void. That may be something that you see play out on the, the political arena or that you may see play out in front of you. Brett Kavanaugh is an example of that. That is the last time I'm going to mention this man's name. I am disgusted by these circumstances. Um, who else? What else has happened this week? Someone was a, there are other people who are um, singing like canaries. Mm -hmm. And over the next couple of weeks, there are lots of people who, especially listen at the end of the episode I'm talking about with Mercury catching up to, to Saturn and this new structure that exists within our society and within our world right now does not allow certain things to exist. And people are gonna put pressure on institutions and people that continue to to do and and act from those ways, right? So it's all of that, right? But it's also, you know, there has been this, at the beginning of the season when the sun first entered Virgo, there was this conversation about having free will and being free of the constraints of society and you being tasked with what you're going to do with that information. Remember we talked about the portrait of Dorian Gray. You being tasked with what you're going to do with your free will. And knowing that you will see and you are building your own personal karma based on the way that you are transgressing yourself or doing right by yourself, right? This isn't about external things as much as it is about breaking your own code and your own principles and crossing your own boundaries right 
and being able to see what kind of comes of that. From that point, we have back in when Mar- Venus and Mars were conjunct, 29 degrees Leo was at the MC and it has now moved all the way down to the AC or the ascendant, right? And so this point, the highest point in the chart has now moved to be the um, the thing that steers and leads the helm, the thing that shapes the perspective of everything now, if that makes sense. And so there was a point in which you stepped into infamy, in which you stepped into regality, in which you stepped into your a space of recognition and being recognized as you and your truest self, you and your true way of being. And now that person and that version of yourself, that screenshot of the portrait is bringing its way all the way down and is painting the picture for everything that will come from this moment, right? You're being shown what you're being built. And there's a very big theme around the reframing of your emotional landscape and that being the thing that paints the picture of what is happening or what is what is coming um, from this experience and so it's one it's exciting Um, hopes and dreams realized being asked within the next couple of weeks one more time what is your dream and allowing it to take off. But also knowing that if you want to, and if you let yourself, you can fall back into old things. There will be many opportunities within the next couple of weeks, especially in terms of relationships and money, to reaffirm the lessons that you've learned. Make sure that you are stepping up into your worth and your value. For some people, self-included, it might mean increasing the prices of your service <laughs> or being a lot more steadfast and um, concrete in the way that you're communicating what you expect from people who are getting services from you. Oh my God, I guess I need to do that. Anyway, and, or even within your relationship saying, look, this is what I need. These are my boundaries. This is how I've changed. Are you able to step up or not? Yeah. Alrighty. Um, thank you so much for listening. Gonna take a quick break and then we'll be right back. Okay, y'all. We're back. So the again, the ascended is 29 degrees, Leo. Let's let's jump in with uh let's start with these Chandra symbols. Because this is a really important point in all of this and this really kind of sets the tone for what's happening with Saturn Direct so the thing is we've been creating and manifesting things whether we see it or not well we don't see it that's the thing that's driving people insane right And so now is the time in which things are slowly, over time, as Saturn is going direct and crossing over these degrees that it's went backwards in, the slowly, the things emerging are are us experiencing them conscious. The tangible, physical appearance of that thing, right? Saturn rules the material realm. So Leo 30 degrees, this is crazy, listen, Uh, an unsealed letter. Keynote, the realization by the individual that all thoughts and all messages are inevitably to be shared with all men. So right here, it's putting in tone that what's steering or creating the path of the direction moving forward is one in which everything that has been crafted and created in a very intangible way is about to make an appearance. And so there is an air of a lot of secrets when we think about, you know, we can kind of think about it 
you know, when everyone returns back from winter break when we were kids, right? And, you know, you get to talk to your friends about, well, this is before cell phones. Oh my God. And you get to talk to your friends about like what it is that you got for Christmas and you find out who got scathed and like who didn't really get shit and who got like the good shit, right? And so it's that, but also it's this conversation that you're having with your higher self and within your own life in which you begin to see things unfold because of the different lessons um, that you have mastered. It's all been about a matter of choosing yourself and choosing yourself in every single area of your life, right? In this time between since Saturn has last been in Capricorn, which is, uh, well, for most of us, it's before we were born, <laughs> whoa that's so weird to think about you know like we have not experienced Saturn in Capricorn and so a lot of it wow that is so that's so odd to me anyway um and so during that time there has been this opportunity for us to pat the Saturn to pass through most of the planets in our chart right and be able to kind of tinker with and show us and have us temper this idea of discipline um, and even if it hasn't touched those things via like a conjunction, it's had a relationship with those parts of your chart in other ways as well, you know? And so you've been tested in all of those different arenas and all of those areas. And I think you can likely, um, pull out a single story arc that fits into all of those areas of your life because there isn't a connection between all of those parts of you, right? Let me continue reading. Coming as it does at the end of this 10th scene linked to the last degree of the uh, zodiacal sign, Leo, this symbol seems at first quite puzzling. What it has been thought of what has been thought of as an isolated symbol is essential meaning has its essential meaning has not been apparent. The fact that the letter is unsealed does not imply a trust that other people will not read its content, but rather the idea that the contents are for all men to read. The letter contains a public message in the sense that when man has reached the stage of true mental repolarization and development, which we see in the very first symbol for Leo, he has actually become a participant in the one mind of humanity. Nothing can be hidden, except superficially and for a brief time. What man thinks and deeply realizes becomes the property of all man. Nothing is more senseless than possessiveness in the realm of ideas. If God speaks to man, man bears the word. Nothing can remain permanently sealed. In this scene, it is made clear to us, and particularly to the inherently proud leo type that all the takes from which the man of a the mind of a man belongs to all men communication and sharing must always prevail prevail over the will to glorify oneself by claiming sole possessions of ideas and information and again there is a very big air of secrets that are kind of coming out one thing that i've said um I think I said this in the first part is this this hunger games like energy where it's like all of this time post eclipses a post eclipse season has been this free will hunger games period of time where you, quite frankly you've been allowed to do whatever it is that you want to do with the information and the awareness that you have of yourself, whether it's awareness of, you know, what you know about work, what you know about this person, what you know about um, what's next for you, what you know, you know, all of those things, right, have kind of come up to the surface and you're given this kind of free will to decide how it is that you're going to to work through this, this knowing of this information, you know, what are you going to do with this information? Are you going to share it? Are you going to continue to hide it? What is it that you're going to do? And just knowing that whatever you're doing is creating and fostering um, the building of something, right? There's a grand trine in the air. Trines are good, but it tend depends on the way that the faculties are being used. Moon is in Taurus. Imani, what the hell does that mean? Well, look, person, what that means is there is a certain amount of comfort 
that you oftentimes kind of feel or fall into when when the moon is in um is in Taurus. However, it passed Uranus. So it's, you know, have we talk about the the planets in terms of the conversations that they're having. So a couple hours before Saturn went direct, it passed over Uranus, um, which is retrograde at six degrees. And it's allowing us, being in the ninth house, it's allowing us to remember the changes in our foundation, self-esteem um, and worth that have provided an opportunity for either emotional clarity or emotional conflict. So there is either going to was a breakdown of you know, like it could literally be an emotional breakdown that you had um, or it could be a breakthrough emotionally in which there is a reorientation or a shifting or a knowing of a truth of what needs to be the emotional foundation that allows you to continue to build and create um, this new reality for yourself and allows this these things that have been just kind of waiting for you to kind of step into yourself and to to do right by yourself you know to to unfold and to happen and so in the hours after the saturn goes direct the moon is going to have that conversation with saturn with a trine right and so to be quite honest depending on you know because again, it's breakthroughs or breakdowns. Those can be positive or negative. A breakdown can be the recreation or the breaking down of a, a structure that just doesn't need to exist anymore, right? But it also can be a regression as well. So again, depending on you know what end of the spectrum people are on, you know, that's what that will look like. And so in that conversation that it carries on and has with with set with uh Saturn, Saturn is gonna say, Okay, cool. So what space are we creating from? Are you going to allow me, based on the foundation that you created for yourself, to build this new structure? Or are we gonna continue to keep and maintain this existing structure okay and there is also a trine between mars and saturn so again this then the grand trine this in the the what we're emotionally you know a lot of this summer has been related to becoming a lot more emotionally available to our not to anyone else but to our dreams right and to ourselves and the more emotionally available we are to ourselves the more that we'll be able to see that show up in terms of our short-term things that are being built but also in terms of the things that are being learned built long term and allowing us to kind of have and maintain authority and boundaries around ourselves emotionally and that being able to trickle out and into the dreams that we're creating for ourselves and the value that we're looking to add to our lives. I say that because the North Node is in in the 11th house, um, which is like the kings. It's like the aristocrats. It's the uh, people and places and things that bring or add value or riches or insight to the king, midheaven, right? To the to that part of ourselves. So it's kind of like, again, this continued conversation where it's like, okay, cool. We see that this thing is happening. We see that we want this, 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 and this. What are we going to, what are we going to do? From what place are we creating that? We can kind of think about, to be quite honest, the moon as a space where it's like, if we're not willing to give or shift or move there, we're not going to see those rewards being reaped in with the Mars element of things and the and the Saturn element of things, right? So right now, our there's also an an air of it's probably really easy to get really upset and frustrated with people, or to even shut people down, um, on this day, especially if people are causing again emotional conflict or they're getting in the way of your emotional clarity. There may be kind of um, letting someone know how you feel, you know, um, in, in every way. 
uh, and that also being a theme that we'll kind of see outside of ourselves too. And just there is even the possibility of there being this awareness of extremely intense, deep emotions and feel, you know, very deep and intense emotions. I say that because the moon is trying Pluto as well. So I think there may be emotional boundaries that are maintained and felt. Some people may feel a little bit emotionally strained or pulled back. Some people may feel like there are emotional boundaries that they have to maintain, but are also still willing to share deeply and intensely. I think if there's a day to know what or a time period, you know, give or take three days on either end to know what people are feeling. This is the day, you know, again, the letter, the, it's an open letter. The, it's this information is to be shared. And so given the fact that this energy is out there, even if it isn't shared immediately, it will be shared eventually. Um, and so just knowing that that is something that's at the, at the root of kind of what's going on. I had also mentioned that for for some people in the days after this, whoever that person was that popped up on the 24th, Jesus Christ, um, is probably going to pop back up again. And I think at this point, there will be more information for them to share. I encourage you to go back to the Venus, not Venus, the Virgo season episode and listen to my segment about Saturn Direct there and also my segment about the the fi- the last quarter moon that's going to be this weekend on the 21st. Venus and Mercury are in uh Libra again that happened during the full moon. I've talked a little bit about that um on my IG story last week. What can we do to create harmony? and balance. What can we do to create harmony and balance? And so there being this awareness, um, and then again, this has a lot to do with the Taurus element of things. And so knowing this new structure that you're creating for your internalized value systems, but also for a new way of, a new way of laying your emotional landscape is informing the value that you're trying to add outside of your life, especially within your interpersonal relationships. On this day, um, Venus is going to be opposite Chiron and Aries. This is incredibly important, especially for people who are dealing with things related to relationships. As I said on, on, my, on my IG, on one of my posts, there is a decision that has to be made, right? There is an awareness that maybe you or someone else has about wounds that they carry into their relationships. And they have the opportunity to work through and transcend those wounds or to be consumed by them, right? And so with that, it's an awareness of the way that you were told that you can't show up in relationships and in lots of times the intensity of your love um, or the intensity of your passion um, and, and desire that you have for other people, you know, or even your desire and your passion that you have for you know, whether it's, you know, work that you do or a certain thing that you advocate for, or you're just passion and dedication to being yourself. There being this story arc related to that being something that you feel that people have told you is um, wasteful. Or the intensity that you place on someone else, especially emotionally, being something that has caused hmm, the sorry I'm going to repeat myself so I can remember what I was saying 
the the intensity that you feel and the passion that you have being seen as a not as an asset but a liability there we go that's my word right and so and it being a liability because at that point when you express that passion that you had within yourself not what not it wasn't that you know there was something wrong with what and I don't know where that cut off my alarm went off because I woke up before my alarm um anyway and decided to just record and get this out of the way so that you guys can have it so that you all can have it anyway and so there um you know this wound related to the intensity and passion drive and desire that you have whether it be for a person place thing whatever right um and that being tempered by other people and even being told to kind of put out that fire and so there being this awareness of how this wound impacts your relationships and in lots of ways the way that you showed up and this is business partnerships as well the way that you showed up people weren't willing to accept that right or you were told that you're being too much or that you're asking for too much right and it kind of creates this relationship where you give just enough of yourself to be accepted and not the entirety of yourself right and feeling as if you cannot be received as whole you know and in all of the feelings that you have right and so with that um it's yeah that it's a really big thing related to relationship wounds that have kind of came up and all of the things you've been told you aren't able to have or you aren't able to express about how you feel um and it could make it so that you've been just kind of playing nice and playing fair based on the circumstances that exist because you refuse to or don't want to kind of tap into this wound that again would allow you to show up in a whole way and so you're being asked to revisit that right because Chiron is retrograde being able to revisit that to be able to find the way that you can show up as your complete self and that being a very important part of the harmony that's you know to be established you know within whatever is happening to you it can't be fair if you aren't showing up with all of your cards on the table right and i say that because it's not only not fair to the other person but it's also not fair to you but when and it's not fair to you because you're being told to kind of temper or hold a part of yourself back and also because whatever is created from that place will be without that piece of you being considered and so to even have that piece of you considered allows the space for you to make the decision about whether that thing that person that job or whatever is even worth the value right if it even is something that's going to create create harmony and balance within you and it's also about this internal fight and internal battle with that for you as well so with mars in virgo there's also a really big element of the things and the desires and the parts of ourselves that you're kind of had that you, of yourself that you're having to temper and kind of come to terms with you know what we were talking about during the full moon all of the ways in which you have deceived yourself and have tempered the way that you deserve to show up in the world because you've been told like, oh, I can't be like this, I can't feel like this, I can't act like this, I can't do this, my sexuality can't be this. And so having to really kind of unravel the illusions that you face there and realizing that what that does and what that impacts is your money, your relationships, your value, and ultimately the the core of who you are and who you can be when you show up in interpersonal relationships. Again, that's friendships, whatever. And so it's really kind of having to realize how this wound impacts the way that you've distorted your own perception of self and it being again another opportunity that in which you're being asked to let it go let it go put it down that's not a burden that needs to be carried anymore you know 
this is a, a way in which we're being asked to walk through the door and there's a really big opportunity um, I would encourage you guys to watch Aluna Ash's video about Saturn Direct because she talks about oh okay yeah she was saying that a lot, a lot of things related to the, the planet Sirius um, lots of downloads related to that are occurring and happening on this day and I can see that because um, Leo is, is leading the show right and it's uh, Lionsgate energy is usually when uh, the alignment of the Great Pyramids with this particular energy and there's lots of things that are being carried from that um, Sagittarius um, quarter moon that we had that's being echoed in this uh, Jupiter energy right and that had a lot to do with the Sphinx and the Sphinx is and the pyramids are in alignment with the star Sirius and also the North Node is directly over the space in which the, is the North Node is also in the sky conjunct where Sirius is in the sky right now. So again, in terms of the faded things that are happening, there are lots of downloads and and um, there's a, an, an awareness and even just energy and, and information being channeled from that place that is informing the hopes and the dreams that we are creating for ourselves. There's also a very, uh, so it's a very important time for, you know, if you believe in, in star seeds and star seed origins, if you are had any lifetimes related to the star series, um, which I have, um, there is a lot of you know, information that's coming through that's allowing there to be an awakening of that information and that aspect to yourself, but also a lot of things related to um, past ancestors. Yes, that's what I wanted to say. So ancestors. So I definitely would encourage people who have ancestry related to ancient Egypt or related to the Dogon. Um, this may be a time in which you're being allowed to tap into this awareness of this part of yourself. I hope that made sense. It did for the people who needed that information. Okay, cool. Um going back to this mars neptune energy there may be an air of passive aggressiveness um there may be a lot of people the things that you so another way that this venus chiron thing can express itself is that you feel like a victim right and feeling like a victim is something that is going to stop you or keep you from sh sharing or wanting to share or finding out that that is the thing that's kept someone from wanting to share excuse me to share or express this part of themselves with you with any with anyone quite frankly um fighting for your ideals again i mentioned a really big element of sexual fantasies um but also aside that because we could talk about mars and it's very lusty way you know when mars and and um And Neptune are to in a you know Neptune is also about unconditional love there, and so it could be that there's lots of um misplaced sexual energy that is an an embodiment of something greater than that that's only for some people though right, but other than that you know it it could be that the message or the the notice has finally gotten out about someone's sexual feelings for someone else again, this is a couple days before a couple days after. Um, fighting, again, fighting addiction, fighting illness is also a really big element of things as well. There's also with the sun finishing up its conversation that it had with, with Neptune, there's a realizing that there is a strength in sensitivity, compassion, and imagination and you're being asked to kind of find a way to temper to balance those two things, right? And it's from this awareness, it's knowing that all of the secrets are on the table, whether they're in everyone's conscious awareness yet or not, 
all of the secrets are on their table. So what's happening quite so what happens when Mercury passes the sun, which it has, and Venus is being messy and following up right after is like, oh, this is tea. Like I'm this is crazy. Like let's let's share this information, right? So in the coming days Mercury is catching up to Saturn to have this conversation. So it's very likely that there's things that, you know, just because Saturn has went direct doesn't mean things will immediately manifest, right? Let's be, <laughs> let's know that. Let me just name that, right? Um, it could be something that it's like an awareness or I think for a while people have felt like something or some information is kind of creeping up behind them. And just kind of like coming and 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 slowly just kind of arriving really soon, and that's exactly what's happened. Mercury is catching up to Saturn to have a conversation about the secrets related to self related to relationship all of those things are are gonna be happening within the next couple of days when Mercury is square Saturn, there is going to be this moment in which the messages and the things that are being communicated, people's thoughts, ideas, um, quite frankly, that are informed by their feelings and their relationships, because you know Mercury is in Libra right now. All of those things are coming to a point in which Saturn has to check in and have a conversation about, you know, whether these, you know, what is meant to kind of come of this. For some people, it's like the harmony and balance that has to be restored. There is some sort of boundary that has to be maintained. Let me think about this for a second. There is a It can also be find it can be finding out that someone has been holding back what they have to say. And someone when Venus catches up, it's them holding back intimacy. It's them holding back that ability to connect further. In some instances it can be people holding back money from you. It can be people holding back material things from you. It can also be the way that you've withheld a certain amount of softness and gentleness that you need to have with yourself emotionally that you're just not allowing. Or there being a certain amount of care that you need to provide yourself that you're just not doing, right? And this being an opportunity for you to kind of look at that and be like, okay, well, here are my thoughts and feelings about this. This is why it doesn't feel possible. You know, and and the thing about squares is that it's an opportunity to get creative, right? And so it's knowing that, again, it's not always a, a not now. It's not always a no, but it's usually a not now or a let's do it different. And the timeline for that could be a couple of days, it could be a couple of months, it could be a couple of years, right? But it's just knowing, I think, for people, especially given this conversation that Venus is having with Chiron, you know, knowing what wounds are holding you back to be able to show up in relationship or in connection with other people or some other thing, whole and complete, passionately and without tempering your identity and who you are for the sake of relationship. Not holding back your truth for the sake of relationship, right? And so being very clear about that and being very clear about the way that you're being asked to do that because again, this is a new cycle. This is a new space that you're kind of going in. And I would hope and I would think, not that, I wanna say this, even though there is a, sorry if you guys can hear this person like cutting bricks on the side of my fucking building. Um, not that it's, it's not that I don't want you to feel like there's a pressure of time where you have to figure out all of this shit this week. You don't. 
okay? And Saturn understands that you're not going to. There's a very big element of self-mastery and practice that you have that you're doing with yourself as you're coming into this awareness of the this awareness of these different parts of yourselves or all of these things in which you're being asked to kind of take baby steps, right? It's for people who have made the the hard stop and the no, I'm not doing that and refusing to allow space to kind of shift and change these ways that they show up in these different areas of their lives that are going to have a problem. Right? So most of you, if not all of you, are on the other side of that. You've done the work and you're continuing to do the work. And so it's slowly that you get to kind of see the you that you reap the benefits of doing that, but you're still con- being tested because there's still a number of different things that have to be figured out, especially when we get to Libra season and the sun is going to be square to Saturn. And you're going to have to continue to have this conversation again. And there will be within the next couple of weeks when Saturn catches up with the South Node, this opportunity for you to release some of these boundaries, these limitations and these fears that you're addressing and feeling within your relationships and the parts of yourself that you're willing to kind of communicate with other people. Right? And that sounds positive, doesn't it? Um... And it, for a lot of people, it is, um, there is, Saturn is in the fifth house. I don't know why it's taken me so long to mention this. Saturn is in the fifth house, okay? So there is a really deep relationship to hedonism. um, And this can be through sex. This can be through drinking, vices, whatever it may be. Where it's like, again, going back to the idea. Vices, as we've talked about before in the full moon and Aquarius episode, aren't even just those things, right? So go back and look at the different, the the seven vices, seven deadly sins, right? And so it's an awareness of what parts of, oh, so with Mars trying Pluto, it can be very easy to fall into the trap of these vices again the dorian gray element of things where it's like this obsession with looking at your pic the picture of yourself becoming uglier and uglier rather than just saying maybe i should just be a better person (laughs) maybe i should just be different and so there's it's you know kind of being asking as things kind of come up and surface you know about you know areas in life in which you've been naughty or areas of in life in which you haven't been able to step into or make those changes that align with the the self-mastery that you kind of came into you're faced with this opportunity to choose between vice and virtue right where you're being given this opportunity to really say okay um in this particular area of life this is where I've indulged this pattern that is, to be quite honest, exacerbating or prolonging my healing process and my ability to destroy these particular structures that exist in my life and move on to something else, something that's a lot more fruitful, something that's a lot more, you know, that really feeds my passion, my desire, my identity, my advocacy work, my goals, you know, um, where is it that I need to, to let go of that? Where is it that I need to release? Where is there space to give up? You know, what do we need to build? And I think for a lot of people, this time will be very emotionally freeing to the point where you just feel like you can do it. Even if you don't feel like you can do it in this moment, you're willing to take the steps necessary to do though do so for some people there may be sudden travel that you have um uh, some people may be quite frankly you know taking steps to move somewhere else whether it's moving abroad learning a new skill set being able to expand their mind that allows them to expand their again emotional landscape in a way that provides space to create and bring in things that are a lot more constructive, right? What are you building? What do we need to build? What is the foundation of our emotional landscape that is going to create this dream? In the next couple of days, 
Jupiter and and um, Neptune are going to have their final square to each other. And yet again, you're going to be asked, what is your dream? Aside from all of these illusions related to self that are slowly dying, that are slowly being dissolved, what is your dream, right? And what are we going to do to build it? What is it that we're going to do to make it a reality? What are we building? In the sky, there is a kite formation that we have that dreamer energy of Neptune at on one end and that Mars in Virgo energy on the other end. And so this area or this part of you, as I describe it, is waiting to take flight. It's all dependent on you. It's all dependent on what you're able to kind of dissolve. And to be quite honest, there are certain, you know, fantasies and dreams and whatever that have yet to be realized because you won't take the risk to make them real. But there are also fantasies and dreams and things that don't have the ability to be real at all. And for a lot of people, it's this fantasy or this idea or this even idea of victimhood that we have kind of rooted and like grounded ourselves in, you know, and having to kind of break up with that. Again, we have Jupiter in the fourth house. And so our foundation of self is the areas in which we're able to grow and dare to expand and dare to really kind of take risks in terms of what it is that we want, whether it be financially, romantically, within our family, whatever the fuck, you know? Emotional independence. On the IC, we have Scorpio. So again, this same conversation about secrets and what's realizing. Mm, it's like making your bed and lying in it. And this is still an opportunity for you to realize that the bed that you've created oh. For some people, bed of lies. Isn't that, that's a song, isn't it? By like Nicki Minaj. Um, shout out to the barbs. Joking. Joking! Anyway, um, I'm distracted. Um, so the, uh, again, the, the lies. The deceptions, the secrets about you and your depth. Your emotional landscape. The landscape of your identity your feelings that are all coming up to the surface waiting to be addressed I hope this episode if it doesn't let, let me try to make it one so the Chandra symbol for the Saturn direct Mm. An ancient bass relief carved into granite remains a witness to a long forgotten culture. The will to unearth in our culture as well as any culture what has permanent value and to let go of non-essentials. That sounds really relevant. At a time when in nearly every land men are questioning and challenging the validity of traditional beliefs and customary attitudes, it becomes necessary to separate permanent values and great principles or symbols from the many individual habits and the socio-political developments, which more often than not have perverted or even negated the original ideals of the culture. We must strive to free these ideals from the wild growth of personal and class selfishness, from the greed and amb ambition to prevalent so prevalent in human nature 
and learn to appreciate the excellence of what this immortal seed foundation, as well as the spiritual harvest of any culture, and by extension of every sustained and complete work produced by a man's indomitable effort to achieve creative perfection. In this fourth stage, the symbol we are shown, the procedure which enables us to gain a deep and thorough appreciation of socio-cultural processes in their most enduring forms. What is needed is a penetrating and courageous insight founded upon a valid historical perspective. This applies to the past of an individual's life as well as to the history of a nation or a group. So being able to, again, realize where in our lives, given the perspective that we have of the past, again, because a lot of the culminating points have been passed. So now it's about awareness. It's the awareness is there. I don't think there's anything else that you knew that you can learn about yourself at this time, right? The awareness is there, especially with that full moon in Pisces. That awareness is there. It is crystal fucking clear. Everything that you feel in this moment that's about to carry you into this next cycle. And so it's having that perspective, then being asked, what are you going to do? And from that, what is being birthed from that awareness, right? And again, I think it's very positive for a lot of, I think it's positive for most people. You know, I don't want, you know, you to be scared. And it's having this perspective and this knowing of what is needed. Again, that idea of choosing between the vices and virtues. What structures that I've recently created for myself will carry me into this next space. And when it's time to have these conversations about wounds and these conversations about the things and the structures that I've created within my life, that now my interpersonal relationships, that now my goals, my money, my this, my that, my way that I show, again, the way that I show up in relationships, all need to adjust to that. You know, I think to kind of revisit that um, Venus Chiron thing, there's an old way that we've showed up in relationships. And when Venus, when Mercury catches up to Saturn, it's going to be like, no, I think the fuck not. And I, and Mercury is going to be like, what? And it's like, no, we don't do that anymore not in a bad way, right? We don't do that anymore. So how are you going to change? What's going to be different? And it's like, oh, so I can't carry this old habit, this old relationship wound into this new thing. No, you can't. Sorry. What do you want to do? Do you want to fight that? Or do you want to change that? And then it's like that, um, you know, that gif of like Diddy and that guy staring back at one another. Yeah, it's like that. Saturn is that guy who's like, you thought, (laughs) that's cute. No. Your job is to maintain balance and harmony. You know what you need to do to do that. And in some way, there is some sort of chaos that has to be ensued internally for you to get that and it's chaos because you have to break free of that comfort zone this is coming full circle it's making perfect sense right okay you have to break free of that what are you gonna do right and then you know venus is you know over here being messy and it's like ha 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 what's the tea and then saturn's like sis i have the tea for you the the tea is this shit that you're doing right here we're not doing that anymore. And Venus is like, oh, word? And it's like, yeah. You know how Libras have this tendency to hold back exactly what is needed because they're so afraid of what that will look like. 
when to be quite honest, what they don't understand is that it will either filter out someone that doesn't need to be there or it will keep someone there that wouldn't have stayed. That's the thing that I feel like Libras often look over is they're so afraid of making that decision because they're so afraid of, at least the, the nice ones, right? Of hurting or fracturing a relationship. But in some ways that's necessary or it's necessary to fracture a per- certain idea that they have with what it means to show up as themselves and what it means to show up for other people as well. And so you're having this conversation where it's like this new foundation, this accountability and responsibility that you have to uphold your authority and your sense of self. Every other area of your life has to bend to that. Has to meld to that. Has to adjust to that. And if it doesn't, it's going to be really difficult. And it's going to be really hard. And it's going to be like hitting your head against a fucking brick wall over and over and over again. And in a couple of weeks, when Mars is in Libra and meets up with Chiron, this conversation will be had one more time. And I believe at that time, Venus will be in Scorpio. So the depth that's being explored is going to be pretty major. Okay. I hope this was a helpful episode and I hope it puts in perspective for you what we're being pushed into. What all of this, you know, energy, quote unquote, has been moving towards or what has been the culminating point. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I will make that announcement next week. Fun announcement next week. In the meantime, if you're interested in supporting, let me just say, um, thank you. I will say this and let me not cry. I am extremely grateful. Like I am full of so much gratitude right now for the overwhelming amount of support um, that I have received given my work. Every single, you can ask people, every time someone messages me, I am responsive. You know, I genuinely appreciate you all. And I am always sure to make sure that that is known. And, and I say that, you know, from, from my heart. Thank you so much. This entire time, in, in terms of self-mastery for myself, I'll just be very, you know, honest and vulnerable. I have been studying astrology since like 2014. And I've been practicing as an astrologer. And that, who to even say that is such a big deal. For about a year and a half now, I believe. Yeah. And like, I, I even remember the, the first person I read a chart for. And, and you know, and it being a, and in them sharing with people like, oh, like, you should do this as a thing. Like, go to Imani for this. And there was so much resistance that I had to that because I didn't feel like I had mastered my craft enough to be able to do that. Right. And that's a fight that I've been fighting this entire year. Whether you as a someone who has received my services or as somebody who listens to this podcast can know. Um, And I feel like people, especially ones who have been listening for a while, can hear the progression and the accuracy and the just the the mastery that is kind of surfaced from continuing to do this work and I thank every last one of you I really do uh you all have been served a, a really pivotal role in me being able to step into this part of myself completely and be really confident and assured about it 
you know, at the beginning of the year and even into the beginning of the summer, there was a lot of self-sabotage that I did in this area of my life because I didn't feel like the information that I had to give was good enough. And I thank you all for your support. I really do. Um, And for me, that's been my thing, right? And being able to see the amount of, oh my God, like I, at the beginning of September, I was booking for October. I have just been overwhelmed with the amount of requests for my services. Um, and so thank you. Thank you to everyone who's donated. I I love you. <laughs> and I appreciate you as well. Um, even if you don't have the ability to purchase a reading right now or to to donate any t- amount of money. I don't care if you're sending a dollar or 50 cents. I don't care. You know, it's an energy exchange. And a part of that also is just sharing this information in this podcast with people, sharing it on your social media, retweeting it on Twitter, whatever it may be. All of that is greatly appreciated. It is. And so thank you guys so much. I have a really exciting announcement next week. Um, And next week, we're talking about Libra season because Libra season starts next Tuesday. Ah, oh my God. It is, this is going to be amazing. I hope, again, thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you all next week. I am booking for October. You can also purchase readings as gifts for other people too. Someone has done that before and it was really great. Um, Like if you have a friend who's like trying to get into the things but isn't yet into the things and you want to introduce them, send the podcast or purchase them a reading, whether it be tarot or astrology, I definitely would be happy to do that. All right. Have a great week, everyone. I hope I'm not late to work. Oh my God, I need to take a shower and I need to leave in 15 minutes. That's not going to happen. I'm going to be late today. Okay. Anyway, bye. Have a great week. Thank you so much for listening.